Numbers are 15, 10, 87, 29, 7, 50, 95, 55. Pneumonia and a staph infection in COVID, but he is 
been taken off the ventilator today. So that is Nick. For all y'all that were praying for him, I just want to thank y'all very, very much. So we're having a great Christmas with that news, you know? Yeah. That is, man. Uh, Things Dick and little uh, my Christmas kind of blew up on me there. Uh, my phone started blowing up about zero six hundred Christmas morning, and uh, we've been chasing and gathering intel and what we could get on uh, what went on uh, there in Nashville, and uh, it's uh, it's another mess. Uh, one can't help but think it was a. Uh, a direct attack on uh, us, uh, the American people, and the truth. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'll let you get started there, and we'll go where you want to go with it first. Well, this is what I know about what's going on in the world the last few days. Not a damn thing. I have been so busy with five children and four grandchildren that I have not even had time hardly to listen to the news. But what I have listened to or looked at today before the show was a very interesting um, article and a video that I read. That I'm really hooked on this guy, Mike Adams, okay, and he does this uh, natural news, and um, this guy is just badass, okay. And uh, he uh, did an article saying that he felt like it was a missile strike that hit that location and, uh, he says uh, we now have video evidence of the incoming missile initiated the explosion in Nashville the following skyline video which y'all can find on www.naturalnews.com slash 2020 and if you look under the tab that says uh, newsletter so that's naturalnews.com but he says uh, goes on to say we also now know that the location, which was blurred out by Google Street Maps, house the ATT NSA VOIP router complex, which allows NSA to spy on all phone conversations and phone texts of anyone using the AT&T network. Sorry, I keep getting disrupted by your dog. Uh, <laughs> he is going a little psycho there, isn't he? Yeah, that he is. I'll holler. Here, uh, keep rolling with it. I'm going to go holler at him. Okay. It says the intercept article, the wiretap rooms explain the existence of hidden NSA spy hubs all across America. The former owner of the building is reportedly Cerebus Capital, which is tied to Yaga Bazita, which acquired some ownership of Dominion Voting System. Various internet analysts say the blast appears to have been intended to halt a Dominion voting machine audit that was about to take place in the building as well. Although that has not yet been confirmed, no matter what the motive, you can rest assured the media will find some white conservative gun owner to blame for everything, as that's always their propaganda narrative. They say uh, – they go on on their um, website. If you pull that up, you'll see where it says the incoming missile proves this was a military operation launched from an aircraft. The following screenshots from the video below show an incoming missile trail meaning this was a military operation, and the missile was fired from an aircraft. And in the pictures, you can see what appears to be a missile. And there's about a second later as the missile trail is disappearing from top to bottom, indicating that the missile is moving from the sky to the ground. And then finally, just a moment later, the explosion takes place. And you can see it on the video yourself. It's also on com, and you look for Mike Adams or Natural News. 
Uh, it's very interesting, and you know the uh, also the fact that the Google Street View uh, the address showing the ATT Spy Hub storefront was blurred out by Google, and it makes you wonder why. And as he goes on to say, he says, uh, finally, as I explained in the situation update, it seems the explosion may have been engineered to maximize the local EMP effect in order to take out sensitive electronics housed in the ATT NSA center. Oh, and on that Brighton, it's listed under situation update. So if y'all want to go pull that right. up, that's one of my best sources. So. Yeah, we want you to know that uh, we first heard, uh, we first uh, saw the evidence of the uh, – what is obviously uh, a missile strike about 1,000 hours uh, this morning, and uh, started tracking stuff in there. And there's so much of this that don't that completely doesn't add up. Uh, uh, the AT&T got the contract to do the forensics on this uh, election, uh, the Dominion servers and uh, voting machines. Okay, uh, AT&T and the NSA has been in bed forever. Uh, I have no idea why that would have thought it would have been a good job. But have also seen confirmed reports that the servers and voting machines had been moved in that location for this to happen. So, as we said a thousand times, desperate people do desperate things. And uh, this was, like I said earlier, just a full frontal assault on the truth, uh, trying to cover their tracks. Uh, it's just uh, remarkable that uh, they can't do anything with uh, Hunter's uh, laptop in a year. Nothing to see here, move along. But they find this guy, Anthony Quinn Warner, and go, okay, we got ourselves back. There wasn't anybody else involved. Uh, nothing to see here. Move along once the FBI got there. Of course, I trust Mexican drinking water more than I do the FBI at this point in time, but that's just my personal biased opinion. But uh, getting back to this guy, uh, he's almost a ghost. Uh, they've got a picture of him uh, from his high school yearbook. Uh, I think it was the current one also. Uh he was an IT guy, and uh, no social media of any kind that's been confirmed or whatever. And uh, you know that's uh, that's pretty strange in this day and time. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen occasionally, but uh, this guy's just way too much of a ghost. And uh, I think he's a uh, I think he's probably uh, somebody uh, that was doing the forensic. Now, this is just my personal thoughts on it. That just happened to get caught in a bad place when this all happened. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, this whole thing going with this uh, RV explosion doing it. Well, the ratio, the size of the ratio of the explosion of what that RV should have done is uh, uh Less than what it should have been, unless it was poorly built. And the thing that really tips this all off, the first thing that uh, made me go, well, wait a minute, we're missing something, is when the SSA closed the airspace around Nashville. Now, I have never in all my years of service, and one thing and another, have seen airspace shut down. 
because of a car bomb. Okay? That just doesn't happen. So, uh, there's really something that stinks to high heaven here. You know, and you add to the fact, uh, some of the other stuff that's going on, uh, now, I did hear the rumor about Adam Schiff had been arrested, but I found no confirmation of that. But there was, there's claiming there was a conservative gentleman that was arrested for threatening to kill him over the whole impeachment thing. Yeah, but before we get to that, I want to stay, I want to stay on this one because I saw a few things I wanted to talk about with this Nashville, if you don't mind. Before we go into no, Mr. No. Adam, because that's my big one. <laughs> yeah. So um, they're also saying that uh, it's not the same RV. So this Mike Adams, he had another article. It says it's not the same RV. Art- official narrative of Nashville suicide bomber melts away as the RV supposedly using the bombing was found to have different strop accents. So apparently the one that they were saying, the media was saying, was being used does not match. And do you want me to read you this little short article that he wrote? Because it's pretty interesting. It's really good. Um, he said, I was trying to do some uh, clips, but I was having trouble with the internet, so I just have to read stuff. But it says, uh, The joke of the day is that after analyzing the DNA of the human remains found at the scene of the Nashville bomb, the FBI has just declared the bomber died of COVID. <laughs> Given the level of blatant disinformation being pushed by the deep state and compliant fake news media, no one would be surprised to hear the FBI. The FBI announced such absurdity, perhaps followed by Anthony Fauci claiming that if you don't get the vaccine, your vehicle might explode. But something else just as absurd has now been found by Internet Sleuth. The RV used in the bombing doesn't match the RV found in the driveway of the supposed perpetrator. The difference isn't even subtle. It's obvious. What with a hat tip to what does it mean.com, which pointed out this stunning observation, we can see that the RV depicted in the photo released by law enforcement has a single horizontal pinstripe near the roof, along with the entire driver's side of the vehicle. And while the RV parked outside the residency of Anthony Quinn Warner, whom the FBI has publicly called to be a suicide bomber, has two pinstripes along the driver's side. In other words, anyone can see. Uh, to two, they can count to two, can see that this isn't the same RV. The red outline square in the two images above, and if you go to www.naturalnews.com, you'll see pictures of this, shows a key difference in the appearance of another feature, possibly a vent that looks completely different in the two photos. In other words, it's not the same RV. Someone in the deep state who is pulling off this bombing of AT&T, NSA, Spy Hub, failed to notice the difference in the vehicles, and they ended up choosing an RV with the wrong number of pinstripes. This is easy to overlook, as at first we didn't notice this. This bombing was a deep state mission to destroy something at the AT&T building, no doubt something related to election rigging. The real target of the bombing was, of course, the equipment found inside the hardened AT&T 15-story building. The entire – and as you were saying, Russell, he, he kind of says the same thing. The entire Anthony Quinn suicide story is nothing but a cover story. As a bonus narrative, the establishment is now trying to blame Warner's actions on 5G paranoia, simultaneously blaming 5G critics for the bombing that was actually carried out by the deep state, working in conjunction with black cats units inside the U.S. military army in particular. As we reported yesterday, a missile trail is clearly seen dropping from the sky to the ground right below the – right before the explosion took place. So uh, they also put – we are currently calling it a missile, although others have pointed out that the possibility that this could be a result of a direct energy weapon, a do 
fired from orbiting weapons platforms. However, the fiery bomb blast seems to indicate a kinetic chemical explosion did take place, even though other videos appear to show this explosion appears to have initiated slightly above the RV itself and not from within the RV. So, right. um, you know, the wind is blowing out. Now, one more thing that did come up today, uh, and he covered it in his article. He put the second cargo vehicle is now blocking off the highway in Lebanon, Tennessee. A second cargo van is currently under watch in Lebanon, Tennessee on a highway, Highway 231S, where over a dozen police vehicles have blocked off the highway to investigate. This vehicle is reportedly broadcasting the same message as the RV that exploded in Nashville, which had loudspeakers urging people to evacuate the area. That's kind of interesting. And there was an update. It seems more likely that the weapon used in Nashville was a direct energy weapon, not a kinetic missile or explosives in the RV. And he says he will be covering it more uh, later. So pretty interesting stuff, you know. Oh, and yes, kind of uh, very – right, right. You know, uh, like I said, uh, so much of this doesn't add up. Uh, I, there's no way this guy, uh, Warner, uh, was guy on here. Uh, I just uh, – what little I've been able to find on him and stuff like that doesn't, uh, uh, doesn't add up to that kind of mentality. And uh, – how many IT people do you know that aren't on every uh, social media outlet out there? Right. But, you know, the plot does get a little bit weirder, Gunny, a little bit weirder, because guess what? Apparently, the message, Evacuate Now, had a backwards message so if you play the tape evacuate now evacuate now forward it says evacuate now but if you play it backwards it says Merry Christmas to all this is a little bit hard on y'all's ears and it's a little bit um, a little bit hard. it's not too friendly on the ears but I'm going to go ahead and play this short little clip it's 12 seconds and I may play it two or three times so y'all can hear it but listen real carefully I'm going to play it first the, the tape plays it first Forward and then it plays it backwards. I did. Uh, that's very, very strange. 
But while we're on that topic, that this is one of the things that puzzles me most. And from uh, any tactical way you want to look at it, uh, it really doesn't make any sense. If you were going to set off a car bomb, RV bomb, whatever the case may be and stuff, uh, why would you warn of the impending explosion? I, I know. And listen to this. This gets even weirder. It gets even weirder. So why would you? Because, uh, you know, like uh, when I was listening to Mike Adams on his uh, video, even though I normally agree mostly with him, I don't always agree always with him, and he was saying, oh, well, it had to be an FBI operation because they were warning people because they didn't want to kill people. When the hell has the FBI ever cared about human life? Okay, that makes no sense whatsoever. So I totally disagree with Mike Adams on that one stance. They have never cared about saving human life, the FBI or the CIA. Okay, we know this. They don't have a right. So the fact that they're warning to save human life almost made me think it was a white hat operation, you know. And then the Merry Christmas in mixed into the thing that's pretty warped. But it gets even weirder because there's actually two key drops. Q drop 247, which is in December 4th of 2017. It's a long drop, and at the very end of the uh, drop, it starts talking about it starts talking about elections again, and it says, uh, "Keep watching the news this week. Feature priests pass. Reread Crumb Small. How many Democrats and Republicans will not seek re-election?" Keep watching the news this week. Feature proofs passed. Reread the crumbs. Small. How many Democrats, Republicans will not seek re-election? Why? What just passed in the Senate? Why? Who is their new handler? Do as told. Why is this reveling? Do you not understand the government is being gutted publicly? Bottom, middle, top. Hussein, Iran, connection. Bombs away. Merry Christmas. You. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I thought that was really weird that it says bombs away and Merry Christmas when we just had a bomb go off on Christmas, all right? But there's another one which I can barely read so little. It says one on my computer it says one seven four four dated I can barely read this. Seven twenty eight, two thousand eighteen. The long drop. Again, I oh it almost looks like the same thing. I'm seeing it again. What's the connection? What's the pattern? Follow the wives, keep watching the news as we feature Bruce Pass, read crumbs. How many Dems, Republicans will not seek re-election. Why? What passed in the Senate? Why? Who is their new handler? Do as told. Why is this relevant? Do you understand the government is being gutted publicly? Bottom, middle, top. Hussein, Iran connection. Bombs away. Merry Christmas. Q. So almost the same. The top part of the tw- uh, drops are not the same, but the bottom parts of the drops are the same. <clears throat> I just found that two, two different Q drops. And, you know, both of them is kind of – that last part's kind of talking about what's going on now. We did just have some stuff passed in the Senate, right? And do they have a new handler? Who is it? <laughs> and, and and are they getting it publicly, bottom, middle, top? I hope so. You know, bombs away. That's so weird that there's a bomb on Christmas. And, you know, then again, the deep state could have – the deep state sees Q post also, you know? They could have set this bomb up just to try to set up a Q person, you know, or blame Q since we had this post, right? They're, they hate us so bad. Well, you find that odd or is that just reaching? 
No, no, I find it uh, pretty odd myself. Uh, it's just, it's so much a story that uh, uh, when the uh, video evidence appeared of the missile strike, that made sense of the whole story. Uh, this guy, uh, Warner, uh, he's a ghost. Uh, I mean, there's absolutely uh, no data on him that I can find of any substance. Uh, it's like he was born, he went to high school, he worked as an IT, and never did anything else in his life. So uh, that stinks. He's found, and I'm thinking he's one of the forensic guys that just happened to be in the wrong place when this went down. And uh, it was convenient to have a body. I mean, when was when has uh, I mean, when has police and DNA stuff come back that quickly? Yeah, right. Just, uh, I never thought about that, right. but that's valid. That's that's legit. You know, uh, this guy's a patsy, uh, and sadly, uh, a friend of mine who I trust pretty well and stuff like that, and. Uh, <laughs> He still does some stuff, and uh, he was telling me that this is just going to get worse and it gets closer to uh, uh, the 6th and 20th, uh, that uh, a lot of people are thinking this coming week here is just going to be bombshell after bombshell. We shall see. <laughs> I'm still thoroughly disappointed that our president hasn't sit in the military to square this stuff away already. Uh I don't know what the holdup could be on doing that. Uh, Mike Pence has turned out to be a traitor to the country. Uh, you know what? Did you see that Lynn Wood tweeted that about Mike Pence? I know everybody's been saying for a long time that they didn't trust Pence, but I was like, oh, no, I don't see any reason because really Q never said anything about Pence, although a lot of people said that because on one of his uh, drops, he said something like, we'll save P, in the letter P for last and a lot of people thought that was Pence. Um, I never saw any proof of it, so I didn't never go down that rabbit hole until something pointed to you know to it, right? And they did say that there were some there were some papers and I saw them floating around where there were emails saying that apparently that Pence and Ryan were in a, a alleged uh, assassination attempt against our president a while back. And I, but I looked at that and I was like, well, you know, I don't know if that's that's real or if that's just somebody made it up. You know what I mean? So kind of didn't go with that either. But then the other day, Lynn Wood actually tweeted about Vice Prince being a pretty much a viper, you know. And uh, when he did that, I was just kind of like, <gasps> you know, oh, my God. And now people are all over YouTube and stuff talking about that he's probably going to throw the vote. You know, so what, what, what were you saying before I rudely interrupted you? Oh, uh, I was just saying that about Pence, too, about that uh, he's turned out to be a traitor. And uh, to be honest with you, it caught me off guard a little bit. Uh because uh, he seemed to be a good, solid Christian man, uh, human being, and stuff like that. So I'm thinking they got to him through his family or something. Because uh, I just, uh, I don't know. I just, that completely caught me unexpected. Uh, did he catch you like that? They were saying was that something was supposed to happen on the 23rd with uh, Pence. And 
uh, with the electors, and I kind of missed out on everything that was going on because I was so slammed with my kids and stuff. You know, my family getting sick and everything. But uh, I, so I don't really know what happened, but I do know that right now everybody's kind of mad at him and saying that on the 6th that when he counts the uh, the votes that he's going to give it to Biden. And there's even, you know, chatter that he has a ticket to go to Israel. I, I just didn't really buy into that, but, I mean, I really thought Pence was a good guy. And, uh, and then, I don't know, it doesn't seem like anybody else thinks that, but – I'd like to know what other people think because, I mean, like I said, Lynn Woods just kind of called him out. Now, he did his wife did have an envelope at Envelope Gate. She did have an envelope, but I always thought, well, you know, it didn't fall out, and she knew it was there. She told him it was a thumb, so maybe she, they had handed the envelopes out, you know. But when I re, went and rewatched and was reworking on uh, videos from Envelope Gate just this week, I did notice that when the president came in there, uh, uh, pre, uh, Vice President Pence was had the most ugliest look on his face ever. And I'm probably going to put a video on that on Wolfpack Radio because it was very telling, you know, and uh, I, I kind of missed that the first time around. But I don't know. I mean, if any of our listeners have any thought on Mike Pence, uh, our number is 845-241-9956. I was hoping Joseph would call in tonight, but he hasn't called in. He hasn't been feeling good, I guess. But uh, I'd like to hear from him and see what he has to say. And um, well. I don't know. You know I've I I never mean, had that feeling about Pence, but, you know, he might trick I, me. Well, I never did either, and I'm usually not caught off guard because I'm usually pretty good at calling out who the players are and what they are. But <laughs> if this turns out to be something, another straight-up duress, you know, by wife, family threat or something like that, I'm going to be – I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be a little bit shocked. Uh and uh, yeah, I'll be I, don't know I'll be the, I don't know why the FBI was even allowed down there. Uh, well, I guess you can't cut the FBI out. I don't know, but uh, I sincerely think our president needs to do something with the troops and do it very, very quickly. Because uh, this is just uh, this is going to continue to escalate. These people are desperate. Desperate people do desperate things. Uh, uh, and where are all these players at? That nobody's seen or heard from in a while. Where's Strzok? Where's Comey? Where's uh, Miller? Uh, where are these people disappeared to? Where are they? See, for a while there, a whole bunch of those people's Twitter pages just went black, like their background page. And so there was a conspiracy because it was kind of weird. I'm not going to lie to you. It was kind of weird. And a lot of their backgrounds on Twitter came black and stayed that way for a long time. So it was really strange, you know? And it did kind of look, uh, you know, like it was some either kind, some kind of. It was obviously a code of some kind, you know. <clears throat> that way right. Was, you know, we can all speculate. <laughs> but right. I kind of no, I had... like blacked out, you know, like taken out. <laughs> hmm, that's interesting. Uh, so what about uh? So they hit this direct hit, try to take out these servers and machines. Uh. What are they not capable of? And for the love of anything, as I said earlier in the show, the NSA and AT&T have been in bed together forever on spying on Americans and stuff like that. And uh, so I just uh, – I don't understand why you would have uh, sent those machines for uh, – 
gave the contract for this uh, forensic analysis to AT&T. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever to me. I mean, if somebody's got an idea, please explain it to me. Yeah, I would like to know. So yeah. are we going to D.C. on for the 6th or not? Yes, we are. Okay. So me and you, you and I, we're going. Yeah. We're rolling. Okay. We are rolling. It's on. <clears throat> we'll leave here on the uh, we'll leave here on the fourth. I'll give it. Supposed to be like a thirty-hour drive up there, but you never know with weather and stuff. So I figured we'd leave Monday. Uh, get over there to be good to go on uh, the sixth, which I think is Wednesday. If my memory serves me right. I'm looking at the. I pulled at the calendar immediately. <laughs> so yeah. Monday is the fourth, and it's Wednesday. Yeah, so it's supposed to be like so thirty hours up there. Yeah, was that a bad joke when I said we could probably get hotels cheap in Nashville? That was yeah. probably too soon, wasn't it? No, not to me. Not not too me my <laughs> I loved it. You know, I, uh, uh, so. For anybody that's listening that's interested in going, somebody said, uh, you know, our president has only asked us for two things, to vote and to show up on the 6th. And that's a very good point, isn't it? Yes, it is, and I'm telling you right now, everyone who can do it, every able-bodied American, you need to get your butts up there. <laughs> because, I mean, after what we witnessed Sunday, uh, these people are absolutely capable of anything. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> well, you know, now, here we go. I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on, but uh, I am convinced beyond a doubt that uh, 9-11 uh, was run by the deep state. Las Vegas was. And we got some pretty hard uh, evidence on that, but it'll never make it to the court system because we have absolutely found out how corrupt our court system is, even our Supreme Court. With uh, John Roberts, the uh, Bush crime family, uh, globalist plant being on there, uh, none of this stuff is going to make it to the Supreme Court. So it's on us, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we need to support our president and our country. Uh, I probably hate more than anyone to uh, see it come down to this kind of thing because uh, this is a thing that tears the heart out of uh, countries. It really does. But uh, we have to stand together, and uh, the numbers are growing. Uh, they're saying like uh, 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 three and three and ten Democrats are now saying that the election was rigged. Uh, the Republicans is up to it was up to eighty seven percent, and the rest of us, uh, you know, uh, there's no doubt in our minds and. Uh, this is our country, man. General Flynn said it best. Uh, there's nowhere to run to. If we lose freedom here, it's over for the world. So uh, history's dropped quite a job on us here, and we've got a president that's fighting tooth and nail. The man is fearless. Uh, I have the most respect for him, and uh, we need to get up there and support him. 
the players know that we have absolutely had enough. Uh, and we're not looking for a fight, but uh, y'all want to keep your stuff up, we'll show everyone. And uh, if that sounds a little extreme, I apologize, but uh, I want my country back. I want my country back. So on Twitter, there's this person, Dr. Enoch, and it's at E-L-E-N-O-C-H-I-E. Which looks like Elenaki, E L E N O C H I E, and they have uh, put together uh, the Midnight Riders caravan routes for DC, and so they've set up different places like from Tennessee and Alabama and all kinds of Boston and different Michigans and different routes and uh, caravans that are going to DC. And uh, he says, are you driving to D.C. to be there by January 6th? Would like to travel with a caravan of other patriots, 20 cities, 40 routes, all to D.C. by 9 a.m. This thread will contain all the stops and departure times at a patriot for you to contact to meet up at these stops. Hashtag Midnight Ride. And so, again, you can find that under Dr. Enoch, which is at E-L-E-N-O-C-H-I-E for those interested in going to D.C. and when to travel with a group. I, I know that uh, sounds like a lot of fun. They're definitely not going to be gray men, are they? <laughs> no. That's the Red Kingdom. Well, Red Kingdom. I mean, uh, uh, if, uh, if half the people uh, actually get off from behind their computers and uh, support our country and our president, uh, it's going to be uh, – they'll, they'll be able to see that movement from uh, – It's just going to be a massive amount of vehicles heading in that direction. I wonder if this explosion or this missile going off, if that's something they plan on doing uh, in D.C. on the 6th. Well, you know, like you know, like I said, you can't put anything uh, past these people. They are absolutely uh, desperate right now. And Should I wear like my Kevlar helmet? I I'm gonna wear my no Kevlar helmet. <laughs> I have no explanation as to uh why. Uh, you, uh I mean just still so much of that just doesn't make sense to me from a tactical uh aspect and it's just uh you know, uh the warning going off. Now, I did heard it was, you know, maybe the uh, White Hats got there, and that's all they had time to do. Uh, but I don't know. I, it's just such a mess right now, Annie. I don't hardly know what to think anymore. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's a world we live in. It's just literally, and this is going to keep coming. They said just, I think the main message that I've been getting from the White Hats and my research for the show is during this next week, it's going to be really crazy, and to guard your castle. Guard your castle. So they're saying guard your castle. Don't interfere in the ops. And, you know, that's even though we're militia, we know the difference, and we know not to interfere in ops. Right. So, I mean, I don't really think they had to tell a lot of people that. I think people kind of know that, but <laughs> maybe not. You well, know, maybe not. But- you know, and they probably didn't need to put that out there and tell people because, uh, unfortunately, not everyone's like us. 
We know people are going to be losing their minds uh, when this is going on, and uh, you have the uh, you have a percentage of the country that's going to go, oh great, this is losing college time, you know. So I think it's good advice to tell people to sit in their castle, sit tight, hunker down, and uh, you know, relax and enjoy the show. And if it comes to you. Do what you have to do to protect you and yours. Totally get me out of out of my uh, comfort zone to go to D.C. One, I've never traveled to D.C. I'm a nervous driver. I don't even like to drive in the city or on bridges. I definitely do not like cities. I don't like crowds, and I don't like walking into potentially dangerous situation where I don't know the terrain around me. And uh, so, just every bit of Everything in my fiber is screaming, don't do it. But the other part of me says, I always said, I'm a person of my word. I said, if President Trump ever causes, I'm going. Right. And I meant that when I said that. You know, I said, I got your six. You know what I mean? So right. sometimes I guess you have to run into unfamiliar and scary territory. Just trust God. You know, I'll try to trust the training that you and Karate Man gave me, and, and hopefully that will help, even though I'm yeah. in Pretty bad health. Uh, I haven't even been training because I actually have some pretty uh, had some pretty bad health problems. But I have I got motivated to exercise some for this DC trip. I started my day off every day for even with Corona. I've been doing uh, yoga, stretching, <laughs> and trying to. Well, you can't start working out till you stretch real good after I've been laid up for a while, you know. Right. And so that's how you, when you get over, it's really important to do that first. You know, good week, stretch <laughs> out really good for a week before you start anything. You know. But uh, I'm like, oh, shoot, i got to get on that treadmill and loosen up some and get stretched out and get ready to roll, you know? I mean, listen to that song, Red Kingdom, get all pumped up. <laughs> I get up in the morning. I have me a cup of coffee. Uh, I do my protein shake, and I come out and I do a quick workout, just, just uh, two sets of ten. I just get everything loose enough and I go in and shower and go to work and uh, I'm generally good uh, for the rest of the day like that. Get you pumped up, get your blood circulating, uh, good stuff. Well, I'm going to play uh, for uh, some people might not have not have uh, been on whenever we first started the show, but it's almost getting close to break time. So I'm going to play the two little clips that have been getting me really fired up to go to D.C. And I'm amped up. And there's part of me that really wants to go in that caravan because I was in one of those uh, interstate here in Texas, the I-35 uh, Red Kingdom up and down the interstate. We were one day after the people ran the Biden bus off the I-35, which was about an hour from here. So we were fired up, you know, where there was the Red Kingdom. Y'all know whenever the, all the Trump flag uh, rollers on Interstate 35 ran the – Biden just escorted the Biden bus out of out of the state, you know. <laughs> it was awesome. Right. <laughs> anyway, here's this. Uh, this is going to be us in Washington D.C. Okay, here we are. All right. Y'all been asking where the Trump supporters are, right? Why we been so quiet? Where all the Trumpies at, right? That's what I've been hearing. We've been here the whole time. We don't need a safe space. We don't burn down our cities. We don't riot when things don't go our way. And if we lose a fair one. And we accept defeat with humility. But when you try to rob from us, steal from us, and cheat us, you just started a fight that you're not ready for. Now correct me if I'm wrong, 
But there's at least four great states on this map. Which means that Biden no longer has the 270 he needs to win. That he needs in order to be called the president-elect. So I want all you liberals to keep that same energy you had about five days ago. Because we're coming for you now. And it's not a fucking game. You ready? You ready? Three, two, one, go! Welcome to the Breaking Competition, the opposition face, I don't think they really want it Loud is the recipe, loud sitting next to me, no doubt Now we are proud that we get to see KC Chiefs Come and break these geeks, make them taste these cleats Welcome to the When he rock rock, got blocked in me, got Ball in my city live But I find a raw one to get beside My lucky numbers are 15, 10, 87, 29, 7, 50, 95, 55 playlist up there get fired up ready oh yeah oh yeah definitely man it's gonna be a good trip yeah, yeah. i kind of like that dude man then check it out we'll, uh uh we'll have whoever's with us and stuff like that we'll just fall in with one of those curves and uh they got one leaving from houston no but there's one, there's one in nashville <laughs> oh yeah it's mostly for the northern states, you know. Okay. I, but I'll, I'll keep looking. I might find one for the south. But it looks okay. to me like most most of the ones are geared towards more of the states that are a little bit more obtainable. Ours is actually a little bit – probably not a lot of people – not as many people is going to be coming from here, obviously. It's a long-ass drive. Yeah. How far is it from, uh, say, uh, Houston and Dallas to Nashville? I have no idea. But there were some pretty decent flights out of Dallas, actually. They weren't that expensive. I'm not flying out there, not having any escape routes. I've been flying. I just flew there, actually. Well, almost there. I flew to, uh, I think it was Knoxville, and then I drove into Pigeon Forge and stayed there for vacation, and then uh, flew back out of uh, Knoxville. Went to had a 
long layover in Atlanta. The same day that that cop was uh, shot that guy, so that wasn't a a great day. I got there, just got out of there just a few hours before all that happened. Thank God. And uh, yeah. then we flew to Law Point. We've flown a lot this year, but not as much as last year. We went all the way to Australia. That was crazy. The crazy Damn. flight. But yeah, so well, I guess hey. that's a, well, about. I guess let's go ahead and talk about Adam Huh? What's the name of that place you went to? Tennessee again? Pigeon Forge. Oh, Pigeon Forge. Yeah. Boy, that sounds like a booming metropolis. Oh, man, it's badass. It's badass. I loved it. (laughs) Of course, there was the kid in me. I did everything. My niece, Henny Benny's wedding, and my daughter was there and everything. She was the maid of honor, but uh, it was great. Uh, Alex and I, Alley Cat and I flew up there. She's my travel buddy. And we did everything cool that Alex wanted to do, which we did three or four days of Magic Quest, which is a magic quest that you do with kids. But I probably had more fun than any of the kids doing Magic Quest. I was so sore I couldn't hardly walk after Magic Quest. But we, we panned uh, minerals, uh, like mountain minerals, to get you know like precious minerals out. We got to pan some of that stuff, and we went to let Alex do the indoor parachuting and – she went and drove race cars. We played every kind of arcade game. We ate everywhere cool. We did shopping. It was drives in the mountains. It was just fabulous. We just did all kinds of cool stuff. So it was awesome. I love it. And that was in, <laughs> and that was, and that was in Pigeon Porch. Yes, and then the, I got to see some of my friends there, which was really great. My friend Mike, who designed the backpack grill that you uh, now get from uh, – that what's that? Uh, Canterbury, Dave Canterbury sells them now. But my friend Mike designed them, and I actually got uh, about two or three of them before the uh, Canterbury got a hold of them. So that was really cool because he mailed me some for free. But then I got to go went to Knoxville, and I got to meet with Deborah and my friend Johnny. And as a matter of fact, they're listening tonight. They always listen. Huge fans. Uh, Deborah, they both had some health problems, so we've been praying for Wolfpack Radio's guests. We got to pray for my friends Johnny and Deborah. And hello, hi. Say hi. I know they're listening. And they drove a long ways to see me, and uh, it was really weird because the next day I had a layover in the same place where pretty close to where they were at when I was in Atlanta. <laughs> but they drove all the way there to see me, and we went and ate dinner and hung out. I got to see them for a little while, which was awesome. It was so nice of them to drive so far to see me and before I flew out, so that was really awesome. But that was a great trip. I had a, I had a blast. So just R&R. We didn't even care about covid I thought it was a hoax, <laughs> you know. So now that we've all had it, I don't really think it's a hoax, but I still think it's uh, kind of a hoax, even though we all had it. I still don't believe all the crap they're saying about it. Like right now, they're yeah. trying to say like I'm not immune to it. I am immune to it. President Trump said he was immune to it. I think there were two stra- two strains of it, like Corona one and Corona two. Because last December, January, everyone in my house caught it, and we were sick, had all these symptoms. And then we never did catch it again for a whole year. We went everywhere. I mean, I played Laughlin, played every slot machine, did everything. And uh, then this Joe Biden comes out and says it's going to be a dark winter. And then, like, this new strain of COVID comes out, which is a lot more contagious and spread through Texas like crazy. I mean, everybody I know has COVID right now. It's just crazy or has just had it. And so I think that must must have been the the, like a COVID-2 an enhanced version Well now we're all immune to that too Because they're still using antibodies to treat my mom From people who had COVID So you know Donald Trump said They tell me I'm immune They try to say we're not immune Or that oh it's only like for 90 days and You still have to have the vaccine But I think for this strain we're definitely immune So 
I, that's what I pray God. Have you seen some of the stuff that has come out on that vaccine? And I'm going to tell everybody here right now about one of this is Moderna. Big population control people. And they're saying, well, you know, it's probably just temporary. It ain't that big of a deal, but. Any male who wants to have children should probably get some of his sperm frozen uh, just to make sure it's, you know, going to be okay. Because apparently the DNA change it goes through, puts your body through, uh, affects your, your male's ability to reproduce. Yeah, and, you know, I am a conspiracy theorist, and I know I've been really out there, but a lot of my predictions have come true, you know. And uh, and I've been on the target many many times. And there's a, I just really don't believe that President Trump would let us take that messed up vaccine. I he said a lot of things that made me think, especially the fact that the way he has the military distributing it makes me really believe that Trump. I think the deep state did try to take us out with their vaccine, but I think Trump switched it out and put the cure in it. Uh, he had Melania take it, and he's having the mil- the way he's having the military dis- distribute it makes me really think. And the message that he sent about healing for the world, a cure for the world, you know, it just really made me feel like he was up to something and that maybe he might have switched it out. But I just – I know I blindly trust him, and maybe I shouldn't. I actually just read uh, – I actually just read that Johnny just texted and said that he just lost us out of uh, Alabama. Huh. I wonder if we're still in the air. I don't hmm. know. Well, that's strange. What did you get your final state? Huh? <laughs> well, even if we are off there, I still there's still something I wanted to cover, <laughs> but I don't want to keep forgetting to cover it. Um, so earlier we were talking about the January sixth and about going to uh, uh, going to D.C. and all that stuff. Uh, there was a few things I wanted to cover on that. One is a, uh, a clip that we played. Uh, Last show uh, from X22 about what he thinks is going to be going on for uh, January 6th. And then I wanted to also cover this article by Mike Adams that he wrote on Christmas Day for Prepare for War. He put, after January 6th, expect all health breakthroughs in America. And so he had a pretty cool little article, and I was going to go over that, if that's cool with you, Russell. Um, for the past month oh, or yeah, so, sure. I've been. Okay. For the past month or so, I've been posting daily situation update reports based on deep research and insider sources to help me uh, keep me informed. You can listen to all these situation update podcasts at this link on brightion.com, and you can find that again on www.naturalnews.com. He says, in this article, I'm going to summarize where things stand right now in terms of the election, civil war, the Insurrection Act, war with China, and other topics. The short summary is that if this election situation is not resolved on January 6th, all hell is going to break loose across America. The obvious overwhelming election theft by enemies of America will simply not be tolerated by patriots. It's already apparent that literally millions of Americans Americans are on the verge of activating their Second Amendment duty to defeat tyranny, and even if it means possibly dying in the process. Meanwhile, President Trump is surrounded by a piece of filth, treasonous backstabbers like White House General 
counsel, Pat Cipriani, who, according to Patrick Byrne, has done everything in his power to push Trump to concede, while stonewalling every pathway to victory. As we have laid out through multiple articles and podcasts, President Trump has all assets and authority to do what is necessary to save the republic and achieve victory on January 6th. For example, Trump has declassified the declassified option, the 14th Amendment option, the Insurrection X option, the Cyber War Declaration option, and so on. And there's a full list if you want to go to it on that or on that site I told you about. Yet he is surrounded by people who sabotage every move and are actively committing treason against the United States government while trying to overthrow the White House from within. Mark Meadows. Cipriani. Because of this sabotage, there's a chance that Trump will take no action at all. This would lead to a defeat on January 6th as Congress votes to accept the fraudulent Biden electors from the swing states in which massive, irrefutable fraud took place. Currently, this looks the most likely outcome. Should that occur, America erupts on or around January 9th. At that point, we should expect to see patriots all across the country announcing things such as their own declarations of independence. The, this attitude across the nation would shift from the constant of the government to the mass resistance of, against tyranny. Personally, I plan to roll out a new podcast series focused on documenting the domestic war that will take place under occupied America, and I imagine there won't be any shortage of activities to document. If Trump will not act, the people likely will. It's becoming crystal clear if Trump will not act and if Congress will not defend the republic, we the people will likely move toward action very quickly after January 6th and start fighting to save the republic using the rights and duties described in the Second Amendment, which was written to allow the people to defeat tyranny. It's almost as if the Founding Fathers wrote the Second Amendment for this exact moment in history. They knew government would become larger and more corrupt over time, eventually transmorphing into a tyrannical regime of hyper privileged, isolated elitists who would ignore the will of the people to ensure their own monopoly hold on power and profit using any means necessary, including election fraud. The recent COVID stimulus bill is yet another gross example of this corruption on display, where corrupt officials approved multi-billion dollar payments to programs in foreign nations, knowing that these are all skimming operations where 50% of the money comes back to the U.S. lawmakers and bureaucrats in the form of financial kickbacks. It's all assessed Corrupt cesspool of waste and fraud. The swamp is hopelessly corrupt. It's also clear from watching SCOTUS in the courts over the past few weeks that there is no longer any functioning judiciary authority that isn't hopelessly corrupt. No element of the swamp is capable of draining the swamp, nor even honestly assessing its own corruption. The entire system is rotten to the core and now functions as a fostering, festering cancer tumor on the body politic. There is no saving the system because the system has already abandoned any last shred of legitimacy by abandoning the law, rule of law and the pillars of justice. The system cannot be resurrected back into any form resembling honest government because nearly every last member of the system has already been subsumed into it and transformed into a creature of corruption rather than a representation of the people. When governors ignore their own state supreme courts and enact punitive, destructive COVID lockdown rules that serve no purpose other than to crush the middle class and incite suffering and despair, these governors are functioning as traitors, criminals who must be arrested and charged accordingly. They no longer even pretend to represent the people. They merely inflict maximum damage against their own constitutes as almost as a form of political sport. These dark creatures must be removed from public office by Every legal means available, and the people have come to realize that there is no mechanism by which swamp creatures will hold each other accountable. The FBI, for example, has become corrupt, cesspool of criminality and fraud. 
The FBI does not stop crime. It manages crime, and in many cases, it initiates crimes in America. We do not condone the following, but we anticipate spontaneous armed uprising of patriots all across America with the intent to arrest corrupt officials across the nation and to eliminate enemy combatants who are actively working in collusion with foreign enemies, the CCP namely, to overthrow the United States of America. America is an, is an enemy-occupied war zone. And there appear to be millions of armed American citizens, patriots, veterans, and members of law enforcement who have reached that line in the sand moment where they will take up arms to defend the republic. The calendar points squarely to the days following January 6, 2021. Sadly, President Trump doesn't appear to be poised to do anything to stop this bloodshed from taking place. He appears paralyzed in the White House, surrounded by treasonous who are actively plotting against him, and he will not invoke the Insurrection Act. The American people seem to to likely to initiate their own solution against enemy occupation. And he goes on to say, which I really don't agree with him on most of this article, but he goes on to say, we are encouraging all Americans to use this holiday time to prepare for the events that seem to unfold in January. Many cities in America, it appears, will become active war zones. We specifically anticipate blue cities being under siege and urge inhabitants to prepare for disruptions in food supplies, electricity, water, communications, infrastructure, and other similar comforts of modern living. Because we also realize the radical left will quickly take to the streets to try to murder patriots and seize control over the country, we urge all Americans to prepare your own homes, families, and neighborhoods to defend against Antifa BLM terrorism, which is now synonymous with FBI terrorism and FBI raids on patriots. The FBI is now essentially a branch of Black Lives Matter, and it functions in its entirety as a terrorism front group for the radical left. Another example of this, today's explosion of an RV in Nashville, was no doubt the work of the FBI itself, whose agents are well-trained in terrorism and explosives. As you can see in this video below, the loudspeaker is even announcing the following message moments before the explosion. If you can hear this message, evacuate now. There, uh, you want me to go ahead and finish it? It's almost… It's a long article, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and read this part about the uh, RV real quick, okay? Yeah, uh, yes, of course. One second, I lost my place. Okay. He says, uh, there is no doubt whatsoever that the FBI set this off in an attempt to start running false flag operations against patriots, whom they will target with persecution and execution campaigns under the Biden administration. Never forget that the FBI executed Dr. Martin Luther King, and the FBI was part of covering up the assassinations of JFK and RFK. James Comey is a malicious trader, and current FBI director Christopher Wray has been linked to a Russian energy company that links back to Uranium One, the same scandal involving Hillary Clinton and Robert Mueller. So uh, he goes on, and this this article that he wrote is just really interesting, but I, I really wanted to cover the, some of the stuff that he talked about, what he thinks could happen on January 6th, because if he's even close to being that, that means that you and I… We'll actually be in a vehicle right in the middle of that shit hell ho, you know? <laughs> Excuse me. And that oh, is something well, to think about, you know? Well, yes, definitely it is. Uh, and he's got a lot of good points there. Uh, I think they've severely underestimated what the American people will tolerate, and uh, it is clear that they have absolutely no fear of any kind of repercussion uh, because it is becoming an accepted way of life to uh, these people. And uh, the FBI is corrupt from the top down, uh, the CIA, uh, DOJ is 
trusting any of them anymore. And uh, it's going to come down to that because uh, you've heard these Democrats. Now, uh, they've been a little more quiet since uh, some of this stuff is happening and occurring. But uh, they're all gung-ho about uh, turning this into another Venezuela. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, I mean, we didn't ask for this. They brought this to us. So I can't disagree with the words that gentleman said, not one. This, uh, I'm going to go ahead and read this and let you take care of the puppies. Okay, I'm going to read the 10 Pathways to a Trump Victory, okay, by Mike Adams. He says there are 10 feasible pathways to victory that do not require magical thinking or miracle interventions. One, declassify everything and expose Joe Biden as a criminal, treasonous puppet of the CCP, and then arrest him for treason and offer him a pardon in exchange for Biden to concede. Two, invoke 14th Amendment to strip electoral votes from states engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States. Three, appoint Sidney Powell special prosecutor and allow her to issue subpoenas, search warrants, and issue indictments against treasonous actors, then acquire confessions. Four, activate the – you know, that's going to take way longer than election time, okay? Activate the Insurrection Act and deploy the military – deploy the military, seize ballots and voting machines, then conduct a recount under military authority. That's my favorite. Five, invoke the Pence-Rakin maneuver. Have Pence reject electoral votes from states that certified fraudulent illegal votes. Six, use the 2018 executive order on election interference to seize big tech and legal media while arresting Biden and all complicit operators, charging them with treason. This would nullify the election and force a redo. Okay, I changed my mind. That's my favorite. Number seven, roll out the evidence of cyber warfare from China, declare the election an act of warfare against the United States, declare new elections to be held under military authority with the People Convention. Eight, invoke national emergency broadcast systems, seize control over treasonous media, broadcast all the evidence of voter fraud, and urge the American people to demand Congress vote for the Trump electors on January 6th. Nine, convince state legislators to revoke the their electoral Biden electoral slate, and by exposing irrefutable voter fraud, have these lawmakers certify a new slate of Trump electors. Ten, achieve victory with SCOTUS in the Pennsylvania case, and then invalidate fraudulent post-November 3rd votes in all swing states. He says there may be other options that we haven't considered yet, but most of the efforts appear to fall within one of the suggested listed above. So it's frustrating, isn't it? He's declassified oh, yeah, stuff. Undoubtedly, undoubtedly. Uh, I mean, especially those of us who've been uh, on board with this thing. And, you know, we've watched this coming for years and years, and, you know, and we, we try to get the story out there and try to get people to listen, uh, but they don't, you know, and uh, they're still, uh, the vast majority of America still doesn't have any idea what's going on, in my humble opinion. They really don't, you know. It's Christmas, and now it's New Year's coming up, and it's, uh, they're just, uh, uh, completely, uh, I hate using the word ignorant of what's going on, but, uh, that's the word that fits best. They just have no idea, no care whatsoever. And uh, that's the hardest thing for me to watch. They're all, everybody's wrapped up in them. Uh, 
on people, please, and love of everything holy. Wake up and, and, and pay attention to what's happening. And that's probably the hardest thing for me to understand about all this. I don't know. Uh, that's probably a flaw in my character makeup. But uh, I took an oath a long time ago. It doesn't have an expiration date. And uh, I have no choice but to be a part of this. And I'm sure there's millions out there uh, just like me that feel the same way. You know, we'd rather be left alone for our whiskey and cigars. But uh, no, 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 don't want to stir the kettle. So uh, time to turn up the heat in the kitchen, I think. So um, you saw on Twitter where President Trump signed the COVID bill, and I'm feeling really disgusted. He put out a statement, and uh, he says, uh, blah, 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 blah. As president, I told Congress I want less wasteful spending and more money to going into American people in the form of $2,000 checks per adult and 600 per child. <clears throat> Excuse me. On Monday, the House will vote to increase payments to individuals from 600 to 2,000. Therefore, family four received 5,200. Additional Congress has promised that Section 230, which is so unfairly benefits big tech at the expense of the American people, will be reviewed and either be terminated or substantially reformed. Likewise, the House and Senate have agreed to focus strongly on very substantial voter fraud, which took place on November 3rd presidential election. Then it will start the process for a vote that increases checks to 2000, repeals Section 230, and starts an investigation to voter fraud. Big tech must not get protections of Section 230. Voter fraud must be fixed. Much more money is coming. I will never give up my fight for American people. So, anyway. Well, you know, uh, that's expected to pass. Is that what Chapter 30 says? That just pisses me off to no end. I'm getting really aggravated with President Trump. I don't know why the hell he would sign a a bill that was almost 6,000 pages long that no one even had time to read. That is irresponsible. That is the most irresgoverning I've ever seen in my life. It just – ugh. I love President Trump. I never talk bad about him, but I, you know, I, he should have just not done – I don't think he should have signed it. He better get that yeah, fixed on no, he should not have. Uh... Now, I read something somewhere, and I wish somebody smart as me would, uh, uh, would call in and land us out on this. But I read somewhere because it is not uh, <coughs> a budget per se uh, item to item thing, that that in itself gives the option to spend the money the way he wants to is have you heard anything like that? Uh no. Yeah. Okay. I thought I saw something or read something somewhere like that. And, but no, I'm like you, I'm just completely flabbergasted. There was not a reason in the world uh for him to sign that bill. Uh just uh I don't know. It's, it's, to me, that kind of adds uh, uh, insult on top of insult. One, that they insult the American people by sending almost a trillion dollars overseas into little pet product, projects and giving themselves a $25,000 raise. Uh, of course, you know, they've been drawing their check the whole time. And 
they're going to send the American people $600, and all we want to them because we've nothing but more than uh, collateral and national debt to China. And your uh, 600 presidents, be quiet and uh, uh, keep your mouth shut. Life goes on. And uh, But then to have our president sign that thing, yeah, it just uh, it kind of hurt my feelings, actually. Oh, somebody just put on Twitter, I don't know if this is true or not, but they put, President Trump just invoked the Impoundment Control Act of 1974 while signing the COVID bill, allowing him to redline areas that must be addressed. This sends it back to Congress, forcing them to, one, repeal 232, cut out the waste of spending, and three, add 2,000. So maybe there's something more to President Trump's plan than I gave him credit for, huh? Yeah, yeah, that could be. Uh, should never well, doubt my no president. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, please excuse my throat this evening. I've been talking a uh, lot over the last two, three weeks, uh, and uh, it's not COVID. Uh, I promise it's not. It's just a very tired voice. Well, I guess uh, the next few days are going to be just, I guess we'll kick back and watch, huh? See what happens. Uh, Probably gonna close out the show early. Um, I uh, really don't have a lot more to cover tonight. Do you? No, not really. But uh, I do want to say one thing. I can't. Uh, I can't say who this person is or what they do or whatever. But it's someone who's been a friend of mine for uh, years through uh, the military and the other stuff. One thing and another. And uh, when he speaks, you need to kind of pay attention. And uh, after the uh, missile attack there in Nashville, uh, this guy said to uh, stand by and keep your head on the swivel. It's fixing to get very ugly over the next few days. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, observational awareness, stay alert. there's nothing on that phone worth dying for. Keep your heads up, your eyes open, pay attention, and uh, let's get through this uh, week here, and then let's get our asses to Washington, D.C., and uh, show our president how much we love and support him, and show these uh, treasonous bastards that we're not going to allow them to steal from us, the American people. Oh, uh, I was going to play that clip from X-22 about what he had to say about the uh, the 6th. I want to play that before we get off. Oh, yeah, 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 do that. Yeah, because that's going to piss people off when they hear this and make them, make them get off their ass and go to D.C. when they hear what these people are planning. Here it is. It's eight minutes. Right, it's a little long, but that's okay. I want to cover this real quick. Yeah. During the election, knowing that, wow, all of a sudden I lost, he actually mentioned this way before – the elections even happen. He said that if there is mail-in ballots, there's going to be a lot of fraud. There's going to be a lot of cheating. And the elections are not going to go the way you think it's going to go. Now everyone thought, well, he's talking about him. No, he's talking about the deep state, the D's, the invisible enemy. Because since 2018, they've been monitoring all of this. They knew that they were going to use the Constitution from the very beginning. 
the Constitution is going to push through all the manipulation, all the cheating, and Trump will be the president after everything is all said and done. Now, will the deep state react to this? Absolutely. They're planning on causing chaos. Remember all those rioters? Remember the post from Q? Yes, they're still planning on this. This wasn't for election day. This is when Trump pulls out the Pence card and uses it and follows the Constitution. This is when the deep state, the invisible enemy, go into overdrive. Remember, this is their last chance, and I'm talking about the deep state, to regain control because the patriots have control. And they're going to do everything they possibly can. Remember when Pelosi was talking about dragging Trump out of the White House? Well, they might try to make a move, which would be insurrection. They, were, they weren't talking about it during the election day, right after the election, the day after or so. They were talking about removing Trump from office when Pence and the Constitution show that Biden didn't win. This is when they're going to try to make their move on the White House. Does it mean it's going to succeed? No. The Patriots know the plan already. They know the playbook. Actually, you can see that they're panicking. Look at Alec Baldwin. He tweeted this out. Who arrests Trump if he refuses to concede? Who drags him out? Pepper spray, cuffs, a knee on the neck, cutting off his oxygen. Does he wheeze? I can't breathe. Just wail away on him like a piñata. Ronnie King style. The thug who has destroyed the country. What does he deserve? Think about what they're saying here. This is what they want to happen. Not just Alec Baldwin, but the rest. Because they know that if Trump stays in office, which he's going to, they're done for. This is why they will use everything they have to go after him. And yes, will they try to make a run on the White House? I do believe so. This is why January 6th is so important. I think this is why Trump has called people down to D.C. Remember when everyone went down to D.C. and there were like hundreds of thousands of people there? Well, Antifa and the rest, they didn't do anything. There were too many people. They, they couldn't because they're, not, they're the uh, minority. When the crowds dispersed, that's when they came out of the shadows. When there was one, two, three or four people around. That's when they came out. But when there were so many people like this, they didn't dare do anything. I do believe that Trump is telling the people, come down to D.C. We need millions of people there. First, it's going to show the deep state. We voted for Trump. We did not vote for Biden. The people have spoken. It was a landslide. And having this number of people there, it's going to counter what the deep state is trying to do. If nobody showed up on January 6th, what do you think the deep state was going to do? I'm talking about George Soros, the invisible enemy. They were going to push their Antifa thugs to destroy or to attack the White House. And yes, they have them standing by. They're also going to go after all those people that have been helping Trump. They're making a list. Actually, Rudy Giuliani tweeted this out. I'm proud to be number one on Biden vindictive government list. Sounds like the DOJ anti-Trump. 
I'm going to cut it off a little bit because the rest of it's not really so much about January 6th. But we uh, had a, our callers, like, we have another caller, and uh, remember Joe told me on our last one, he said, why do you always put it, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> do you remember that? that? So I made him this. Here you go. So, no, hello, great. so you give me the Godfather theme. Hello. That is hello, Aaron. I told you. I'm not going yeah. to worry. Here we go. One more time, Joe. Okay. <laughs> oh, great. Godfather. Isn't that nice? <laughs> hello, Gunny. How you doing? Merry Christmas to both of you. If Merry Christmas, Daddy G. Joe. Hope y'all had a great one. I'm doing well. Uh, we're getting ready for our little road trip to D.C. here in about a week and a half. Oh, I guess yeah. it's down to a week, isn't it? Mm-hmm. January 6th, or um, if people want to get there on January 5th, maybe uh, take up all the hotel space. <laughs> Why not? Um, or just make a round trip on January 6th, stand up. Um, and then come on back home. That would be good too. It would be nice. If imagine we had a that's, few million that's out probably there. the plan. Uh, I imagine we're mm-hmm. gonna get the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> no one does. What I'd like to know from you guys: Where's this missile attack? I never heard about this. I haven't heard about this one. Okay, well, on Natural News by Mike Adams, he's very uh, reliable source and one of my favorite news sources. He actually reported, it and they have a video. And uh, when you, I guess, change it to, like, black and white or whatever, you can actually see a this missile, like, going down, like, the trace of it going down, and then it explodes. So Wait, where the looked, truck was? The Nashville. In that, yeah, where the truck was? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I like um, I like Mike Adams. I like Natural News. Um, I like the way he reports. Um, right, he's good. I didn't know about the missile. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, and like I said, to me, he's one of the best news sources there there are. I really like his reporting, and it's always been really panned out. I don't always agree 100% with him, but about 90, 97%, 98%. But he said uh, said that the uh, that yeah that it was a missile attack, and uh, he said that uh, Google Maps had blurred out the AT and T NSA. Uh, router complex, which allows the NSA to spy on all phone conversation and phone texts of anyone using the AT&T network. So this also has some connections to the Dominion voting machine audit that was about to take place in that building as well. And he did put that – he hasn't confirmed both of that, but that's what I'm seeing reporting. So I've also seen that this particular building had a lot to do with uh, Georgia uh, communications. So it's messed up some Georgia communications mm-hmm. as well. How convenient, you know? Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I I didn't hear about the missile, but I did hear that the uh, the truck. It wasn't the truck that blew up. It was something must have RV. been near the truck. Um. Yeah. And it just harkened me back to the days of uh, Timothy uh, Timothy McVeigh when there was a big debate about whether or not the truck. The U-Haul truck that he was supposed to have driven was that the truck that blew up? 
there was a general who was a specialist in the Army about munitions. And he had, I think he testified um, to a commission about the, uh, the Oklahoma bombing, or he had said it either on his own on a website or in interviews. He said that uh, Timothy McVeigh could not have been responsible, at least for the truck bomb, for the truck bomb because the way that the buildings were blown could not have been done from the truck. It had to have been done a different way. I think maybe he said it was blown up from the inside. So that kind of conforms to what Adams was talking about with the missile, because people wouldn't expect the missile to be the um, the source of destruction. They would have expected that truck as reported in the mainstream media. And as we know, mainstream media never lies. Never. Well, absolutely. Never. Uh, no, never, never. But uh, <laughs> what I find also amazing on that is what I haven't really heard anybody talk to is uh, this guy that they claimed uh, uh, owned this RV and uh, uh, died on the scene there when it exploded. Uh, Anthony Quinn Warner, I think his name is. This guy is a ghost. There is like nothing on him uh, anywhere other than a uh, high school senior picture from his yearbook. Uh, this guy is supposedly in IT, which raises eyebrows uh, because of what we know was going on there at that particular uh, hub. But uh, it's just that uh, I don't think this guy had anything to do with it. I think he's a scapegoat. Did you hear the proclamation by Giuliani? I didn't hear it. I was told this yesterday that he said that look out in the next week, there are going to be some blockbuster events. I am thinking that he probably means that Trump may declare martial law. But also, there's an attorney, a constitutional attorney named Robert Barnes, who is supposedly on the inside uh, with Trump, who says that Trump is not planning martial law. He says it's unconstitutional. They're planning on getting him the, uh, the election by decertifying the delegates. And their premise is, is that you cannot certify states, their delegates, if that state has not conformed legally to the way the votes were collected. So if they can show or just assume that the ballots were illegally obtained, then the, uh, the delegates um, are decertified. And then I think it goes to Congress, and then theoretically Congress has enough Republicans in order to give Trump the election. So that's supposed to be that particular plan. But who knows? I mean, there's at least two or three different plans uh, flying around. Yeah, the but Mitch, Mitch stabbed him in the may, back. May not Mitch, is a, Mitch is a bastard. He stabbed him in the back. Mitch is going around trying to get all the uh, – t- trying to talk everyone into not doing that and just going with Biden. Who's and the Mitch? reason oh, he, forced, uh, he forced Trump to sign this COVID bill because all the senators and Republicans were uh, – the all the houses that were coming back together to force him to do something like a veto-proof bill so he'd have to sign this bill anyways. 
Uh, Mitch is just being a real dickhead, okay? I'm sorry for my language, but he's being a dickhead, you know? Mitch is – oh, Mitch has got to go, okay? These placeholders have got to go. we got to vote these people out. There's, and I don't know. I mean I know that is the plan. What you said is exactly true. That is the plan. But now there's a lot of murmuring going on that that Vice President Pence is not going to do what he's supposed to do. And even Lynn Wood basically tweeted that he was a that Pence was a traitor. And I I hold what Lynn Wood says a, a lot because I mean he is a famous lawyer who has the best reputation ever, and he knows everything about slander cases. That's what's made him famous. So he doesn't just say something he can't prove. And so that kind of freaks well, me out because I'm really counting on Pence to do the right thing. Well, I really, I really have no faith whatsoever that this is going to work out in any kind of judicial manner whatsoever. The system is way too corrupted. Well, let's say they don't decertify. Let's say in January 6th they, they certify um, – um, that Trump is the um, that Biden is the winner. Then prior to January twentieth, Trump can then probably you know theoretically use martial law because he's still the president. So he has two options. He can either wait for the uh, decertification process to go through and say that Biden uh, is not the president elect, or he can wait until after that and then do martial law. Supposedly, he has enough people in the military to back him up on that. I think it would be a mess if he does declare martial law. And um, (laughs) that would put our country into chaos. Hmm. I think just the opposite would take out of chaos. We're going to have to have to. Go Go ahead, Danny. I'm sorry. Okay, well, uh, uh, all right. I don't think (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's going to be a full form of martial law. I think he will use the military to seize the evidence that they need and to arrest the people involved in this treason. I do not think you're he's talking about any kind of nationwide martial law, personally. No, he is talking about that. He's talking about arresting people, um, using the military, but then he's talking about just uh, McInerney now, okay? Who's um, an ally of Flint, General McInerney. He's saying that um, he and other people are advising Trump to institute martial law, suspend habeas corpus, and have military tribunals. Now, you can't have that unless you have more. Well, I don't want that either. You can't have martial law. Huh? I want to see these uh, deep state bastards swing what they've done to our country and to uh, oh, individual sure. citizens. It's just an, it's just horrendous, and I'm a, I believe in justice. Oh. I definitely believe in justice, so I'm like all for that. But let me run one quick scenario by y'all. It's kind of weird, but 107, who's a white hat insider, gave a really weird interview the other day, and he's been real elusive about this April 1st date and the guy that was reporting him. So he had been real elusive about it on a previous interview and kind of mysterious. Well, then he did another interview, and he started that April 1st crap again. And the guy that was reporting him said, no, one stop. You can't do this. You're going to have to give me something because, you know, nobody knows what to think about this. You know, there's 
what do you mean? You know, are you saying that, you know, what are you saying exactly? And he says that originally March 20th was the original date for inauguration. And that it was changed somewhere down the line to January 20th. But that the original date for the uh, the constitutional original date for the uh, inauguration was March 20th. And he was saying, and this is what he keeps saying, if you were a betting person, bet your money that President Trump will be president by April 1st. 2021. So I don't know what the hell he meant by that, but he's trying to tell us something without exactly telling us. And I'm thinking that maybe they are going to go ahead and do some kind of uh, something to do with this. I don't think he did this uh, executive order for no reason. So this 2018 executive order talking about interference with foreign elections, because it doesn't look to me like he can count on the Supreme Court. They're compromised. Now, if y'all remember... Right before the election, there was buzz talking about that he was going to hire Judicial Watch's Tom Fitton to come on and to be the position that he would hold. I don't remember the fancy name for it, but he's the person that could actually go in and fire judges. So I don't know if that actually means that he could fire a, a Supreme Court judge or not. I don't know, but that maybe it's a possibility. <laughs> I don't know, but I thought that was kind of weird, and I'm thinking that if it's going to go that long… Maybe he's going to go in because they said he's not going to do martial law. He's very specific. He said that's fake news. President Trump tweeted that. But if he goes in mm-hmm. and does his executive order, he can go in and freeze the media, make the arrest that he wants to make. Uh, he can uh, show, obviously, I think maybe suspend the election possibly to this March 20th date they're talking about. Maybe that's what 107 was talking about. Because he Possibly. did not just set up yeah. his executive order and then set up all these different cleaning out the Pentagon and cleaning out the, uh, you know, all the different offices that he did and bring in Pardon Flynn and bring in Cohen into his position and all Trump's uh, uh, General Flynn's protege. And the same day he pardoned Flynn, I believe it was the same day Flynn's brother was promoted to a four-star general that very day. So, I mean, I'm thinking this looks to me like doesn't look like somebody that's out of control. This looks to me that somebody has a plan and are moving their pieces. I think he's going to use that executive order, and that's not martial law. It's a totally different thing, but it's still taking control. It's the only thing well, that makes that sense. Executive order, yeah, the executive order you're talking about was signed in 2018, and it looks innocuous because all it's supposed to do is supposed to have 45 and 60-day or 120-day reporting requirements on whether or not the elections um, were interfered with by foreign entities. But there's one particular sentence in there which makes which makes all the difference in the world. And it's the sentence is, I declare this a state of national emergency. Now, when I looked up what the powers would be on, for the president under national emergency, even in Vanity Fair, it gives a, a president, and they've been backed up uh, by the courts, Tremendous powers. Um, I'm just hoping he doesn't have to use them. In effect, it would be martial law. I'm hoping that the military does make some arrests because the deep state has um, fully exposed themselves now with the elections, which may have been part of the so-called plan. When you have the secretaries of states and you have the um, 
the state legislators refusing to take a look at evidence, which is absolutely irrefutable, because you have video, you have affidavits. The affidavits by themselves are legal evidence. They are court-accepted evidence. The courts are not looking at them, but they're still legal evidence. So as a result of that, not, they are not following either the law or the spirit of the law. Trump can invoke the National Emergency of the Insurrection Act and have a lot of powers um, prescribed to him, hoping it doesn't come to that. But um, on your show, and I think it was the first show that I came to, either the first show or second show, you had on a clip of somebody who said that Trump was selected to be the president by a group. That's right. And his plan, yeah, his plan was to um, get the people out on the open, to, to uh, drain the deep swamp, and then come in um, in a very, very uh, calamitous way to clean up the swamp and to take care of what needed to be taken care of in order to restore democracy in the republic. So um, we shall see. Giuliani says, "Look out for the next week." And I yeah, presume that um, it's called uh, "The Plan to Save the World" by Joe M. Joe underscore M. And they took him off of YouTube, but he's yeah. on uh, Rumble and Bitchute and Gavin and all that stuff. I couldn't find it. Yeah, I looked for it. I, I even uh, looked for it on Band Dot Video. I couldn't find it. Yeah. It's a great one. It is. You say it's the plan great. to I save the it. world. That's the name of yeah. it? The plan to save yeah. the world? Okay. Because I went look Joe under M. Joe, Joe, Joe underscore, underscore M. Joe underscore M. That's how you'll find him. I Joe did. underscore I looked on M. Google. And found, I did. I couldn't find it. But the plan to save the world is probably more specific, so I'll look for that. And uh, we'll, we shall see. In any case, I'll let you guys get back to the show. And I hope you wait, guys wait, have a happy new year. Don't hang up yet, Joe. Don't hang up yet. Don't hang up yet. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I've been waiting all night. I was like, waiting. I was like, oh, because, oh, because. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to inform the Godfather about that. Okay, Ann. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, you too. Everybody be safe. You too. Bye bye. <laughs> you didn't even know I had that tape, did you? That was a good one. Yeah, it was. That was pretty good. Right. But, well, uh, I guess I'm gonna go ahead, go ahead and close out with that. Uh, I am kind of tired and don't really have anything else to cover, but uh, I might go ahead and play that. Film uh, next next show on Joe M again because that's so good. Yeah, uh, what do they call it? Uh, the plan to save the world. Yeah, by Joe underscore M. Okay. Now right, I'm gonna have to check that out too. We'll talk about that on the next show. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I don't even know if uh, it should still play on here, but the uh, I think as I downloaded on my computer, but the original YouTube they came off and they took them off Twitter. And I think now he's on Rumble and BitChute and Gab. But you just have to look around Parlor. You'll find him. Yeah. Joe underscore him. So all right. all right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and close out for now, unless you got anything else to say. No, just uh, keep your heads on rural America. Uh, Side by side, we've got this. Uh, let's do what we have to do. God bless all y'all. Be safe. And if we don't uh, catch
Good job with Fuller. Happy New Year. This Happy is Gunny New Year. out. Hurricane out.